See, this, this is power. This voice, this is power. The only thing that separates women of color from anyone else is opportunity. The government has failed us. You can't deny that. Nobody's got leverage over me. My hands, it's a pipe bomb, as I showed two weeks ago. Yes, yes, my people. Welcome to the Outspoken Podcast. This is episode one. I'm your host, Annotate, joined by my co-host, Just Naeem, and you can just call me Naeem. Yep. (laughs) Moving swiftly on. So, if you're probably wondering why we started this podcast off with some really awful bird sounds. You know what we're doing, bro. We were taught to do those sounds to encourage our voices to be Mm. at their best. Mm. Hence why... Is the best way to open the outspoken podcast. Oh, I'm only go. I'm only joking, guys. Why are we doing this, name? Why are bro, we here, bro? We're doing this, yeah. Like, let me ask you, like, why? Why should you guys watch us, listen to us, yeah, and just be a part of this conversation? We're the outspoken podcast. We talk about the things that not many people want to talk about, the things that people want to hide, and we want to bring it to light through this podcast. So we're gonna, the main thing we're going to be talking about is going to deal with the youth and how we can benefit the youth. So guys, keep on listening, because I know you enjoy this podcast. And hopefully over the next few months, we're going to have some incredible guests on board, Definitely. some role models, Definitely. people that you can actually look up to and benefit from, and people that are going to be reminding us why we need to be here supporting the youth and telling them and reminding them they still can achieve, despite what this system seems to make these young people believe about being written off before they've even had a chance to mm-hmm. shine. Mm-hmm. We're going to be discussing these things all here on the Outspoken Podcast. So, Naeem. Yep. I want to ask you a question. Why do you have a Batman figure on your desk? That's a silly question. I love Batman. Don't you think it's a bit childish? Why do you have an Affinity Gauntlet? cup on your desk i can drink tea out of that man there's a big difference man yeah but it's, it's not your drink <laughs> you've got it's batman figures sitting there with these little yeah, batarangs that's different. Just chilling that's on the diff- front of the table yeah that's different your one's but your one's clearly decoration okay fine it's decoration I can actually but play, i can actually i, I can drink from that i cup. can play with my batman i don't even know how to respond to that <laughs> and what's with do you know what? i'm being serious with you yeah like people at that are listening to this I'm watching this right now can see that my desk layout is is something special yeah it's something special what do you mean bro the and only thing that's special about your desk is because it got Malcolm X uh, on the front okay well Other than already that already that alone defeats everything on your desk hey, hey, Let, hey, hey, let's hey, look hey. at this globe why, seriously why? a yellow why you, globe why do you always this my globe I hate it what's wrong with you, bro? Real with you you know what this globe represents for me it represents freedom freedom from what and travel Okay, travel, I understand, but freedom, freedom. Freedom to go across the globe and see different sites and different experiences, Liam. So don't part off my globe. Why are you calling me Liam? Oh, who what? is that? Who, who, I don't even know who that guy is. Oh, sorry, I'm an annotate. That's right, that's more Anna, like it. That's Anna, more like it. And a debate. When was the last time you posted up on YouTube? Moving swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> No, but my YouTube but channel's looking a bit bare, but <laughs> at least at least I can say I've released content recently. Everybody knows I released Street Tales in December. Yeah. When's the last time you posted a video altogether? Last week. 
No, you didn't. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. I posted video. If you're talking about my own content. No, I'm talking about on your own, own YouTube content. channel. Oh, okay. I'm talking okay. about on yeah, your YouTube channel. Clear. Let's, just be, let's just be clear, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while for me as well. I posted... Actually, last time I posted was... When did we go? Co- we went Comic Con. Remember when we go Comic Con? Oh. Comic Con was Octo- November. It was November? No, October. Was it October or November? I think it was October. We're in October, isn't it? And you haven't posted anything since then. But that was the. And last you're getting on to me about nah, not posting posted on my channel, on, and on, I posted on, on, champion. Yo, yo, yo! I did, I did. The thing is, yeah, I have Instagram, all that kind of stuff as well. So I posted on Instagram. I have Instagram. Yeah, it was like Instagram and YouTube are different. I posted yeah. two days. But I posted a video. I posted a video two days ago as well. Some dead video, a no? performance video. That what did dead. you post? That was dead. You eating some chicken and chips, <laughs> making orgasmic sounds over chicken and chips, huh? <laughs> yeah. Don't hey, even, don't even, hey. don't, don't even get me started. Those are called. On that. I remember that burger video. Those are called. We're not letting you live that down, everybody. If you actually want to just laugh your head off at Naeem today, go on his Instagram, scroll through, and find the video of this guy eating a burger. <laughs> it's like it's the greatest yo, 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 thing yo, 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 in the world. It's funny they can't find that anymore because I, I haven't deleted it. I've oh, you've archived it. I've archived See, it. he's not even brave enough to show you guys. Bruv, it's old content. No one needs to see nah, that. It's not about old content, Those man. Are. You just you realized after posting that video about a week later, like, what the hell? Well, that was, was the funniest thing. <laughs> you know, the funny. You know, it's the funniest <laughs> thing you ever seen in your life. No, it's not the funniest thing I've seen in my life. But, but it's definitely funny. a means for me to take the mick out of you. <laughs> so th- let me just say, guys, um, whoever's watching this, like, if you ever do a video regarding food, and you make a promo for it. Just don't do what I did, and roll your eyes when you're eating <laughs> a burger. Like I'm being serious, it's, it's not um, with your fr- amongst your friends, it's not a good stance to be in. So yeah, just don't do it. You know what you're reminding me of? You know one of them characters in cartoons, yeah, where a, a, an attractive woman walks past and they start drooling from the mouth. That's what you reminded me of. Except for with a burger. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had a, a food gasm? I think that's what I had. Oh. Please, somebody help me. How in the world are you my co-host? Hey, I thought I was the host. No, I'm the host. Oh! You are the co-host. <laughs> oh, I see I see how it is. I see how it is. I see how it is. Man, I'm just spin my globe over here. So, guys, if you don't know, Anna Sate posted up a video Who's in this. Anna Sate, bruv? But it's Anna Sate. <laughs> what do you mean? This guy, I can't even get my name right. So yeah, Anna Late basically posts up a video. Anna Late, no, no. Do you know what? Before you even before you even mention what you just said, were you not late this morning for our first ever episode? Were you, were you not late this morning? And you're calling me Anna Late. I was here at ten a.m. on the dot, ready to record the podcast. Yes. Yeah, and you. Were I, late. I, I would admit I was a bit late today, and um, yeah, I woke up and what, what slept. What's the excuse? Guys, okay, so I woke up today around uh, dawn, um, got on my bed, sat up, and then that's all I remember. Oh, okay, that's all you remember. So you went back to sleep, despite knowing you had to be at the podcast for 10 a.m. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you couldn't meet Anna late? Yeah. Now tell us what (laughs) you... Now you can say what you were going to (laughs) say. Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to call you out of late, bro. Get my nose, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, so wait. Basically, with Annotate, um, he works with... He works with yeah, he has his own students that he works with. And he recently posted up a video... Not recently. He actually posted up a video in December um, called Street Tales. Now, Street Tales was about a guy called Micah who 
was involved in gang-related uh, activity. Um, I'm not going to ruin the, ruin it for you all, ruin all of it for you guys, but you should guys definitely check it out. And um, it ends up leading into some uh, into, into some hectic. Um, uh, mayhem right at the end but anyway with this video Liam showed it to a bunch of his students and um, once they shoot once, once he showed it to them they all each and every one of them felt some sort of emotion some of them cried some of them started to reflect on themselves and some of them just felt a very deep a deep understanding behind um, what's going on when it comes to youth culture and getting into gang getting into gangs and what can potentially happen now Liam you made this piece yeah I don't know like what inspired you to actually make this piece called Street Tales <laughs> Well, firstly, the character's name is Blake. Micah is actually oh, the really? person dealing with the situation. Oh, but damn. Anyway. You know, when you switch <laughs> them, you know when you get mixed names mixed up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't worry, I forgive you, man. It's an easy mistake to make. But um, my inspiration, why did I write Street Tales? Well, you know, obviously there's, a, there's actually a lot of content um, around knife crime. There's a lot of people speaking about knife crime. Um, and I felt that gun crime goes under the radar in the UK because it doesn't happen as much. Yeah. So a lot of people tend well, it's easier to... easier to carry a, carry a shank or carry a knife with you. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can go to your mum's house and just pull out a kitchen knife. Yeah, exactly. Sort it, Sad. It? Yeah, that's, that's the reality. Easiest. That's the reality of the situation. That's how simple it is for a lot of uh, young people or even older, some of the older generation that tend to be involved in these sort of um, these, these crimes. Mm. But the reason I wrote Street Tales is because I wanted to address the fact that gun crime is on the rise. Yeah. So, okay, it's not happening nearly as much as knife crime, but mm. it's on the rise, mm. which is a problem as well. Um, and I hadn't seen anyone speaking about it. Mm. You know, in America, uh, this is something that is a big thing. It's spoken about often because obviously their laws are different and so on and so forth, the way yeah. things work. So in the UK, it's a lot more of a surprise when somebody is actually killed by gun crime. So I sat down and I thought about some of the conversations I've had over the years with the pupils I've worked with, uh, some of the conversations I've had with people that have come from a lifestyle where they were involved. They were involved with that. They were involved with gang crime, involved with knife crime, involved with gun crime. And then they made a change. Mm. They decided to switch it up and become better, better versions of themselves. I spoke to a lot of people like this and... I, and I sat down one day and I thought about writing a story. And I didn't want to just write a story that we've all heard before. Mm -hmm. You know, a gangbanger, a typical gangbanger story where we always focus on the fact that someone's been killed and that's pretty much that. I wanted to focus on the reality and the consequences of knife or gun crime upon those around the victim. Mm -mm. so how do the family members cope with this how do they respond to it what goes through their minds how do they deal with it and that is pretty much why i started writing street tales now i don't want to give too much away because obviously some people may not have seen the video yeah. and they may not have even heard the track which is available by the way on all music platforms including itunes and spotify yeah, see, I plug you can go and grab that now <laughs> <laughs> now i definitely recommend you guys watch it man because it's um, a very good video i was actually there for the filming of that specific video as well um so alhamdulillah i was i was uh i was good so it's good to see that um to see how the whole video played out and to get actors and stuff involved in that video as well which was very very enjoyable to see um if you guys didn't notice i was the gangster but i was also 
the policeman. <laughs> just, so, uh, uh, just media. We decided that we wanted to make Naeem a star with that video. Yeah. So we had pl- him play more than one part. So <laughs> I, I played, I played, I played two different opposites. I was, I was the gangbanger, and, <laughs> and the police was like a juxtaposition. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> complete contrast, contradiction. But um, no, uh, yeah. So basically, we did this in order for us to give another idea and another look at the consequences of, of these actions, mm-hmm. whatever, pe- whatever people around the victim deal with and how they deal with it. Um, and that's, that is pretty much why I was inspired to write it. And uh, as you mentioned, I did indeed have some of the pupils I worked with cry. Yeah. Some of them were moved to tears. Um, and how, it, how, 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 like, when we say cry. Yeah. I'm talking cry, man. Full on cry. F- okay, not full on wailing, but... Okay. Wailing, no, but like they, like but they have tears coming, tears down coming their from their eyes, you oh, know, man. wiping their eyes with tissue and yeah. saying that, did you that give was a, moving. Did you provide the tissue? I did indeed. I'm I'm a very nice guy like that, you know. <laughs> he didn't get no tissue, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, man. someone says they're a nice guy. That doesn't mean they're a nice guy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even I mean, even the first time I ever performed the piece, yeah. um, I performed it in Croydon. Have you ever cried to your piece? No, I've never cried to my own piece of poetry but <laughs> I don't, I don't, think, I, I don't I, think I've ever have cried. you ever been so moved yeah by your own piece to the point of tears <laughs> no I don't I don't think anything I've written has moved me to tears no actually actually when I did gratitude that gratitude, moved yeah. me to tears yeah um the reason being because my brother and I are very close uh yeah. as people mm-hmm. are aware mm-hmm. um and that piece was very, very close to my heart on a personal mm-hmm. level. This is something I was experiencing. This is something I've lived. So for me, it was probably both the most emotional and best piece of work I've ever produced. And whether or not lyrically it's the greatest thing I've written or whether or not it's the best piece I've ever performed is is a, is a moot point for yeah, me. Yeah. Because the reason it is my favorite piece is because it means the most to yeah, me. Yeah. But other than that, I haven't really listened to any poetry that's moved me to mm, tears. Mm, mm. However, I have heard some poetry performed by other people that has left me truly pondering over the state of our society mm. and the state of community. Um, and just feeling overwhelmed with disappointment at times. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we are so negligent um, and we do not do enough, I feel, for victims of certain situations. Uh, domestic abuse, as an example. Yeah. Of course, the youth, with youth crime, there's not enough available for them. We could go into that and we could discuss that for days uh, because of the situation and how some of these young people feel mm. and what, what they feel about what's missing. But anyway, before, um, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but... No, but <laughs> if, we go back, if we go back to Street Tales then... so. So after after hearing the reactions of some of these pupils, I was I was really really moved. Yeah. Um, because I was quite surprised. I didn't I didn't feel it would go over as well with them as it would with the older community. I had people coming up to me and saying to me, even like, uh, like as I started to mention about the first time I performed it in Croydon, and I had um, a, a lady come over to me and uh, she mentioned that she actually was nearly crying, mm-hmm. and she thought it was about me. And I, I explained to her, it's not a story about me, but the reason I wrote it is because I've been inspired to remind people of this, yeah. 
of these uh, these situations, of the consequences of these situations by the people I've been around, by the people I've had conversations with, whether they are young or whether they are older. But I've often been involved in conversations about people that are living a lifestyle or have been involved in a lifestyle where they feel as though they have no way out mm. or they have mm. uh, nothing else to do yeah. and that is just the way they have to live and i wanted to give some of these people a reminder of the consequences of that um and even if i'm not expecting to work miracles and say that some kid who may be involved in these lifestyles is going to automatically say okay screw it i'm no longer going to do this but even if it's able to just remind them just in a small small sense of the word that there is a lot more to this than meets the eye or there is a lot more to this than what takes place on the surface and in that moment there is so much beyond that and if we can get people thinking about that i think hopefully it could be a means for us to spark change yeah okay well makes sense bro so we're like moving on from that though how can we spark change? How can we spark change? How can we spark change? I think one of the things that we can do is stop. Stop giving up on the youth so easily. Yeah. That's one thing that annoys the heck out of me is that we give up on the youth so easily. Okay, this this youngster's naughty. This youngster's misbehaved. Mm. They're not going to make it. Let's ship them off. You know, let's ship them oh, off. You know uh, I, remember, let, let's I remember kids like that, man. That's, that's what I'm so saying. You, let's, 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 let's leave them. Yeah. Um, to go on to another establishment where they're not going to have the attention they need and then they leave school or they leave college or whatever thinking I ain't going nowhere so mm-hmm. why should I care mm-hmm. why Why should they care that's why people fall into those kind of like environments you know what I mean yeah majority of the kids that so when I went even back in secondary man I remember I remember times where when it comes to the teaching system or when it comes to um, specific individuals in the school um, like you said easily give up easily give up on kids now some of them are okay some of the teachers I'm not saying all the teachers I'm just saying some of them would yeah and when it comes to um, when when a, when a kid has like a behaviour issue or he's acting out there's obviously a reason sometimes mm-hmm. there's a reason yeah mm-hmm. sometimes there's a, it, it can be a deep internal reason I agree. that a kid doesn't want to talk about that could be affecting why he has these little behaviour issues but once you close them out they find they, they look to other means to facilitate um, their own um, facilitate any uh, gaps that are missing with, within them themselves yeah. so whether it's I don't have so if it's whether it's you're in school and you're not clicking with your friends and stuff like that you're gonna go out of your ways to find other friends to f- facilitate that specific gap and if if those friends so like one of the things that one of the things is like do you know what you have when it comes to choosing your friends yeah like you are the f- you are the the f- when it comes to f- you're the fifth person uh you're the fifth person the average amongst your f- your f- uh f- the five friends that you have yeah mm-hmm. meaning that you have the same like mentality all five of your friends now when it comes to that reasoning yeah if you stick with a bad environment then you end up going you end up going to be part of that bad environment and you're going to end up going to be um involved in anything that involves that bad environment and you stick in a good environment then it's the opposite effect. Do you know what I mean? Mm, mm. So I remember one brother, one brother, one brother talked to me about um, living life in a positive way and living life in a negative way. Once you live in, ne- in that negative spectrum, the rest of your life is going to be 
within that as well if, unless you try to get out of it mm. do you know yeah. what I mean yeah. so with the youth today man one of the things we need like even like I know a lot of people that are trying to start youth groups yeah because yeah, you know what's happened in the today's, today's society when I was when I was 12 when I was 11 12 13 14 I remember there were so many youth groups places you can go you can chill you can make friends go basketball I mean, all the, go football, all these kind of things that you could have done back then that we don't have them today. I agree. Yeah, and I if agree. If you do have them, you have to pay extensive amount of fee to just join the club, to join a specific club or group. Yeah. I understand. Okay, look, you got you guys got fees to pay. It's understandable. Yeah. But you know, when, and when, and these are government, I remember these, the, the, the ones I used to go to, they were government funded ones, and now they're gone. They've gone. Yeah, I know. A lot, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these uh, things have been closed down. Exactly. A lot of these, these now, initiatives have now been closed. Now the youth, where's the outlet? Where are they gonna go? Exactly. Where are they gonna go? So if 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 they end up going into a gang, yeah, per se, or they go end up going into um, other means to facilitate themselves, whether it's chilling with these kind of guys, uh, these guys, these these brothers on on the street on the on road, yeah, what are you gonna what what, what are we doing to tackle that problem? Nothing. Exactly, exactly. And what we have to remember is that sometimes these young people are dealing with difficulties at home. Exactly. They're dealing with other difficulties externally that we may not be fully aware of. Yeah, yeah definitely. Or even if we are aware of, we don't give enough understanding and empathy or, towards. Or just attention. Why? Because we want ease. Yeah. We don't want hardship. We don't yeah, want yeah. difficulty. But the reality is, in the time that we are living, when the youth are exposed to so much negativity... So much from the music industry to the film industry, from yeah. whatever it is, all this negativity. How can we expect this to be an easy road? Do you know, do you know before you, um, just after that, all I thought in my head, yeah, when, when we were speaking about this, was uh, the bar that you had in one of your poems. Was the bar. And that's why I write. And that's why I write <laughs> to be a voice for the, the voiceless. Voice in a time where it's easier to the voice less. That's the sick bar. Yeah. Because that represents what the Outspoken Podcast is about. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, a voice for the voices. 100%. Voiceless. 100%. And it also represents trying to be like Randy Orton. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was the first... I think he was one of the first person I I heard talk about that. Uh, Was it Randy Orton? I think it was Randy Orton. He was talking about being a voice for the voices. No, it was was CM Punk. Not Randy Orton. CM Punk. Punk. And uh, on Professional Wrestling, if you guys ever watched WWE or any of that. That was back in the days, though, man. But... CM Punk, he uh, he used to talk like that. He he had um, this thing called a pipe bomb where one day he just kind of went off on the establishment and the authority and just completely dissed everything that was wrong with the company. And it's kind of the same thing in a sense with... Um, on, on live television. Like on on the show, live television, show. man. Live television. It was, I don't, to my was recollection, I, don't, I think it was real. Yeah. It was real. It, it wasn't scripted. Um, he was just voicing his opinion and yeah. how he was feeling and he called himself the voice of the voices the reason why I mentioned Randy Orton because he, he has that thing where he has uh, that voices in my head thing and it <laughs> I, yeah, got, yeah. I got mixed up for a second <laughs> but um, and it just kind of reminds me of this situation where it's like there's a lot wrong Yeah, there's a lot wrong with what we're doing and we're not doing enough yeah. um, not necessarily us as individuals I mean as communities community and, and yeah, the yeah. governmental help and things of that nature there needs to be more. Mm. Uh, and we need to stop writing off young people before they've had a chance to shine. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that sometimes if a child or a young person is not as academically gifted, mm-hmm. immediately we're like, okay, this kid ain't getting nowhere in life. Yeah. So you're telling me this kid can't be an artist. This kid can't be 
a poet. This yeah. kid can't be a footballer. This yeah. kid can't be uh, oh, do you know, something Bob, do you something know, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but people creative. Are, do you know with some like for example like with some um, people within the who are a little bit older, older, older than both of us, um, they don't just get. It, do you know what I mean? I had a, do you know when, when we had that chat with uh, Ibn Ali Miller? Yeah, amazing back, conversation. Amazing. Conversation. Yeah, if you guys don't know, if you guys don't know him, he's the brother that um, stopped the fight between two young individuals in uh, the, in in the, the US. US. Yeah, yeah, two two um, distinctly. Yeah, two boys were basically gonna fight each other. Yeah, I think this was I think it was last it was last year or two years ago. It might have been two years ago now. It was two years ago now. Yeah. So these two brothers were trying to they're gonna like beat each other up. Yeah, and this bro this brother came out in the middle. He said, "Why are you guys fighting? Why are you guys fighting? All these kids are laughing at you. They're all laughing at you." Yeah, this guy's recording. This Notice guy's the way recording. he does an American accent when he oh. actually is quoting the Ben Ali Miller as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, but these, this guy, this guy's, this guy's freaking is filming you. This guy's filming you. This guy is filming you. He, they're all laughing at you. Like, what is wrong? What, it, go, what? it goes into it goes hand into hand with um, our generation being very de- desensitized as well. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. And 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 again, that for me is is largely yeah. the result of a media that has no empathy. We well, don't show empathy. There's no well, empathy in the media. Know, Everything you know, has been so normalized. Yeah, yeah exactly. Bro. Because you know, in social media, yeah, in social media, yeah, just a little bit, another, another tangent. Sorry, guys. But do you know, in social media, when things, I think tangents can be good. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. But when you go on a long tangent, you know, a lot of law comes is it's overbearing and it's just boring. And it's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you <laughs> please stop talking crap and get to your point? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying with social media, yeah, everything's everything's everywhere now. Yeah, when it comes to so I remember I remember seeing videos yeah on on death for example. Yeah, repeat, 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 yeah. repeat, until it become until it until it become desensitized to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely, one hundred percent. It's a reality. It's a reality, of but course. Most of us ignore it. Exactly. Most of most exactly. of us want to pretend we're not going to die. Exactly, that's how we live. But going back to the, uh, the Ibn Ali Miller thing is that he said in the video we had with him, he said, "Yeah, parents won't understand what you're doing now." Yeah, whenever it's a creative art or whatever it is, yeah, if a person wants to become a poet or if he wants to go into filming or anything like this, they're not going to understand it. Just like how you, when you're in 10 years or 15 years time, uh, 40 or 20 years time or 30 years time, you have a kid, yeah, they're, 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 they're the same age as you, then you're not going to understand them because they might have some completely different, yeah, that wasn't normal, what well, wasn't normal for you back then. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's true. It's all about it's the true. understanding about when it comes to this kind of stuff as well. But in rega- regardless, of, regardless of that, yeah, regardless of all that, is that as long as a person... Um, knows what they want yeah in this in this life and they can they want to achieve something then i think it's okay but that's that, that's that's another difficulty we find young people sometimes don't know what they want to do in life yeah so again do we give up on them do we no, 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 then no. just say okay these kids don't deserve the same chance as a kid that wants to be a doctor yeah because this is how i feel a lot of establishments treat things yeah Okay, this guy, if he's not as academically gifted or she's not as academically gifted, she might be an absolutely amazing singer. He might be an absolutely amazing writer. Mm. Uh, Not writer. Well, a writer. I think you can be an amazing writer without being academically gifted because you might have great story to tell. You just can't, you know, you're not as good at maybe comprehension task or or things like that. It doesn't mean you're not creative. It doesn't mean you're not imaginative. He could be an amazing writer. He just doesn't know how to get onto paper. Yeah, definitely. The same way that we we might. That's the one thing, that's one thing I hated about like, um, the education system. It's not like I hate it like, oh, because obviously learning is, learning is key. Education is beautiful. Knowledge is power. You know what I mean? But, every individual has their own way of learning. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and once you, if you can facilitate that need, 
Yeah, because like for example, I, w- I saw one video. Yeah, um, saw one video. Yeah, they gave the no video, so a picture. I remember I gave a picture. Yeah, they gave uh, they gave I think it was a paper or something like that to several different animals. Mm. Yeah, or several different animals, including a human. To, I think it's like a paper or something like that or to like read it or like cut it or like something like that. They gave them something and they said, "Do it." Basically, said, "Do it." So <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same thing. Oh, it's the same thing. Was it sponsored yeah. by Nike? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But it said, it said it, the picture basically said, do, uh, do the specific task. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Now there was like an elephant, a mouse, uh, uh, something else, something else, and then like a human being and stuff like that as well in the picture. And it, 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 the picture basically depicts like, look, each per each. Each each animal, each person, they're all different. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. If you give them the same task, one might complete it. One might complete it. One might not. Might one might get half done. One might not even know what to do with it. They're all different. Yeah. And then even uh, that, uh, the other thing is that they all might do it at the same time, but all of it might be different. They might mm-hmm. be done differently. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So as long as we can facilitate those specific needs for each individual, it's hard. It's gonna be hard. Definitely. Of course, it's hard. Of yeah, course it's but it's, lack it's, of resources and things of that nature. Exactly, but, but it's, we it's, can't give up. Do you know? Because I remember I had one teacher yeah, back in secondary year, best teacher, probably one of the best teachers I've had. They were like this. They were like they. Oh, there was it was my um, I my economics teacher, my economics teacher. Yeah, yeah, they they basically said, "What do you need from me to help you learn?" Yeah, they did this with every student. What do you need from me? Yeah, do you need me to get you up writing on the board? Yeah, yeah to yeah. learn. Mm. Or do you need me to just talk to you individually so you can just listen? Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Or do you need me? Or do you want me to just give you the book? You take the book and just read it yourself. Yeah, how is best for you? Exactly. How and is appreciating that different people learn differently. Yeah. Exactly, bro, because that's, that's what you need. Because people have different needs and different ways to learn. But that's the thing, man, is that going, like with the youth group stuff, man, like the youth in general, when it comes to you having groups for these kind of things or having group having activities for them, but well, they're all gone. See again, it for me it goes back to this whole idea of creativity not being appreciated as well. It's not, man. It's all about academia these days, and uh, my hero. But uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's all about academia these days, and uh, I feel because creativity isn't as much appreciated. Yeah, a lot of people then feel as though, well, what else do I have to offer? Yeah, what definitely. else do I have to offer? I wasn't the most academic person. Without a doubt, I mean, I, I used to love English. That was about it. Couldn't stand maths, couldn't stand science. Yeah. But I loved English and I loved writing. And uh, that led me to f- eventually finding my passion for poetry mm. and even film. I love mm. film and I love writing films uh, or short film ideas or whatever it is. And that's what that, that for me is a creative process. That's my creativity. Yeah. And uh, we don't appreciate that as much anymore. If we were trying to inspire the youth to take on roles in doing things that they enjoy and they feel as though they can actually achieve and have made a bigger deal out of these things, such as art, for example. Sometimes I come across young people that are absolutely amazing artists, but they feel as though it's not worthwhile trying out for. Mm -hmm. They're just like, well, I mean, even if I attain this GCSE and I go to this college, I ain't getting nowhere, I ain't getting a job. Mm -hmm. Why have we made them feel like that? Okay, I'm nobody saying it's easy. It's going to take work. It's going to take grind. It's going to take grafting and clawing for that opportunity and proving why you are the person that stands out. Yeah. yeah. But let's inspire that. Mm. Let's tell them you've got this. You can do this. You just got to stick with it. Don't give up. Don't give up. Because if you give up, I'm telling you now, when I first started my poetry, I wasn't going anywhere. Mm. 
But I didn't feel as though I was going anywhere with my poetry stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. And now what? I've been doing this a few years and I'm still struggling. There's still a grind involved and there's still a hardship, but my work has become a lot more recognised by people than it was back when I started. If mm. I had given up, I wouldn't be getting some of the opportunities I'm getting now. Mm. Do you understand mm. what I'm saying? No, I get you what you're saying, bro. That's about that's the same with me with like photography stuff like that, man. Because um, when I started out photography, bro, I was rubbish, completely rubbish, yeah. And for me to do it over a year and a bit now, it's been almost I think it's almost two years now. Yeah, yeah. I've I've I've, got, I've been able to work with so many amazing people. Yeah, to get this to get this fast. Yeah, so I'm not trying to like no your work inflate your, my, your work is my it, ego. I've, I've seen that. it improve. I've seen your work improve. Over like the time. I remember my stuff used to be rubbish. Yeah, <laughs> like they used to be rubbish. I used to use a DSLR. You ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. <laughs> but I used to use a DSLR camera. Yeah, and they used to be like I'm taking a, a phone on an iPhone four. <laughs> it used to be so. Dead, absolutely <laughs> rubbish, man. Like, uh, I'm, well, we were going I'm, through that we, process. We, I, I'm, even now, I'm not saying I'm the best. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm amazing. I'm just saying that I just saw my journey improve, and now, now that I've been able to work with um, some some people in the because uh, I do a lot of fashion stuff in the fashion industry, um, it, it, it's just about sticking to the grind, man. Yeah, like even though I've been posting a video on YouTube for a while. Yeah, don't worry, it's coming back. Don't worry, guys. But I'm saying, even though I haven't posted 2020. in a <laughs> <laughs> even though I haven't posted in a while, um, doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Even though I haven't posted in a while, you doesn't mean you shouldn't stop practicing your craft. Yeah, keep yeah, working 100%. on it. Keep working on the grind and make sure that as soon if you if you ever want to post up a video or um uh, anything else, if you want to do some sort of creative art, yeah, it's all about it's all about practice, man. And end of the day, man. Practice, practice, practice. Practice makes perfect. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Practice makes perfect. And it's uh, and another thing is about patience. Yeah, having patience in your in your art form to know where if if you want to bring it out and see let people see it. Yeah, just having patience, um, before it, before it becomes something tangible. Just 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 patience is key and practice is key and putting in as much effort as you can is key, man. So uh, yeah, I, I think patience is the hardest thing to have. Exactly, but it's the necessitating it's, it's factor. Exactly, man. Because with patience, I think with patience comes virtue as well. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like I agree. You actually you benefit like the time you spend spend yeah building on your craft. Yeah. Rather than, rather than being like, okay, I, I've I've done this on this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow I should have I should I I should have a uh, hundred pounds in my pocket. You know what I mean? Like that. They've, they've already labeled it with a price tag. Expectations. Expectations too, too quickly. No, you shouldn't sometimes. expect. You shouldn't expect anything from anyone anyone yeah you should just be like look i'm gonna do the work yeah i'm gonna grind grind and just do the work and practice my craft and then once i start producing stuff and put it out there and slowly 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 become recognized in my in my art i'm gonna i'm gonna let the work do the talking for me i'm gonna let the people see what i have to offer and that's the fruits of your labor man exactly man and you know what If, if 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 the youth today do that now yeah, if you're 13, if you're if, if any of you guys are listening to this and you're 13, 14 or 15, um, I want to be like, yo, this is amazing that you guys are actually on here because not many pod, not many 14 year olds listen to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but you might be watching this on YouTube. If you're watching this Don't on worry, YouTube. I'm going to be recommending this to people of that age group. <laughs> Don't worry. I see, a lo- I see a lot of them due to the the field I work in. So I will be recommending our podcast to them. Yeah, and I hope man. that when they do hear some of the things we're saying that they can, it resonates with them. Yeah, and they can relate to it, man. Because guys, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're watching small, if it's like a small clip on Instagram, like just look, listen, yeah, like just keep at it. Whatever you're doing, if you have a creative art form, um, go and do it. Yeah, that's it. 
like 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 Nak says, just do it. Yeah, because <laughs> once you actually jump into it and you start to see yourself grow as an individual, as a mm. person, as a creative, that's it. Because what one of the things that people are gonna, because one of the things that we need to do as this generation and yeah. the younger generation is to show the people that creative arts is worth investing into. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. That's it, man. Like, I feel like I feel like we've outlined why people should have hope. I think we should just end it with this ho- this this one phrase for me. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. up. Don't ever give up. You are listening to the Outspoken Podcast. And this is Content Junkie. What are we talking about today, Naeem? Yo, so talking about a movie that's coming out. The director is called Rod... Sorry, what's his name again, man? Richard (laughs) Rodriguez. Richard Rod... Robert Rodriguez, man. Come on, get it right, man. (laughs) I don't know the guy, This is when you know two members of the team. One's done the research and the other guy's just (laughs) feeding off of that research. Robert... I have a note note right here. (laughs) Do you know what it says? It says, Robert Rod. (laughs) He forgot to finish the name. Amateur. Amateur. Amateur hour. It says Robert Rod... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Robert Rod. Robert Rod. <laughs> Who is it produced by? James Cam. James. James. <laughs> no, I wrote, I wrote James Cameron here. So, oh, I, I know James Cameron. As it, if you guys are aware of James Cameron, he's the uh, individual that directed Avatar and the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's probably a pretty big deal for him to be uh, a part About of the production this, yeah, yeah. team. So, they've, they've, there's a new film called. What is it called, though? That's yeah. what we're waiting. That's what I'm bringing out. Bringing out. Bringing out. Now. Drum there's roll, please. <laughs> no, just there's get on with it. There's a new film man. called Alita. Alita Battle Angel. Battle Angel. Yeah. So, from what I understand from the from the trailer, Alita is like an android from the past. So then, like a new Manelia, yeah, mm, where there's mm. robots and they the robots fight each other in a gladiator type battle. Yeah. Yeah. So one guy found her in a dump, I believe. She, she found like a head of her and ended up creating this whole android-looking body for her. And it's more. It's like a battle piece. Like a, no, ba- like not a battle piece. Sorry, it's like a battle. <laughs> 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 it's, a <laughs> battle piece. it's like a battle uh, piece. Do you know what that reminds me of? Adam speaks and Khatab the poet. Adam oh. speaks annihilated him. Adam he speaks. annihilated him, man. But it was he had Khatab. Dead, his buzz was dead, man. Ooh, I'm only joking. Khatab the poet and uh, Adam speaks people, two of the best poets on the scenes. I go check I them out when I you have the chance. Khatab brought his buzz. I think he did. Yes, I think he, he did. He I, I think Khatab annihilated himself with his own bars through Adam's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. But anyway, man, back to back battle to angel, back to please. Battle angel, battle angel, yeah. Um, so yeah, guys. So yeah, guys. So this this movie is like it's an it's like an action action kind of fr- is it like a thriller? I'm trying to remember if it's like a thriller, but it's, it's like a more like an action film. Yeah, it's an action film, but at the same time, it's like a romance film. Yeah, there's probably some Action romance, romance involved in there. Typically with uh, American films these yeah. days, they can't so, help so themselves. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand it because she's like a robot and she falls in love with a guy and the guy falls in love with her. But do you, but do you know what that reminds me of? Ex Machina. Have you seen that? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, but so you told e- me, I Ex told Machina is something similar where the guy basically falls in love with um, the robot the robot girl or yeah. the android uh, woman or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, it's similar in that regard. But um, one thing I did like about the trailer for, for this Alita film is that it does seem to be b- building an emotional connect between the different characters. Yeah, and, yeah, I, and, I, and I enjoyed that. And I'm hoping that it's a film where we can watch it and become emotionally invested mm-hmm. in the characters because I feel a lot of films miss that these days. You'll watch films sometimes and you'll be like, why am I rooting for this character? Mm. Why do I want to see this character get to where they are? 
or achieve what they want to achieve. There's nothing there for me to sort of grasp and uh, be appreciative of. Whereas this trailer kind of gives me the impression that we're going to see some really deep relationships. Um, the action looks solid as well. Mm -hmm. The action looks solid. Um, it's got some incredible actors in there as well. The lineup's pretty insane. I mean, we've got um, Academy Award winners Christoph Waltz, Jennifer Connelly, and Mahershala Ali are all a part of the cast of this film, which is pretty amazing if you ask me all three of those individuals are incredible actors and actresses so that's another stamp on the card um, i'm assuming james cameron had a lot to do with <laughs> the actors involved in this one but no, definitely, um, man. i'm looking forward to it man i'm looking forward to it i'm gonna watch it i think it's out in the uk on february 6th if, if i remember rightly yeah. i'm gonna go watch it i, I think well, it looks good it should be an interesting film the only thing i'm worried about in that film is like um so obviously uh, the action when i saw the action i thought like this looks Kind of dope, isn't it? This is, she's 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 a it's, a it's like a little girl beating up huge ass robots. <laughs> yeah, That's she's not. I don't think she's a little girl. She's. She, I think she's probably around twenty. Yeah, she's not really a little girl, man. Eighteen, twenty, I'd say. Yeah, but she's, Mate, I but could be a bit. I could be wrong, a, but she's, she's not a little girl. But she's a robot, though. So. Alright, <laughs> she's not really got age in it. Do you know what I mean? They might be like she might be like six. Well, the age go. Oh, that, that would be weird. Please. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying that she might be like six years old or something. Actually, no. But she's from the past, I believe. So she no, might she's be from like, the past. I think she's like. I think she's like hundred something years old. She could, she could be like hundreds of years old. Yeah, yeah exactly. That would exactly. be that would be even. That's just so weird, man. You know how they work with this android aging is so weird because it's like she could be six years old, but like. From an they, adult standpoint, she's like 25. But they don't really, they don't age, so. Yeah, it's just weird, man. It's all so, confusing. But he falls in love with her. Oh, yeah, because, y you know, it reminds me of as well. Yeah. yeah. Young Justice. Young Justice. The amount of times I've been reminded of something in this in this episode <laughs> is amazing. Is Young Justice this, is Superboy. Yeah. And Superboy is like an android and uh, he's the only one who doesn't uh, age externally. Mm. But internally, he ages. That's amazing. Mm. I thought that was an amazing concept and yeah. an amazing twist. It's like his whole character, he's a clone. He's not an android, by the way, people. But um, I just thought it was amazing that they actually acknowledged that. Okay, so he looks the same, but my man's still dying on the inside. Yeah. He's going to die eventually. Yeah, definitely. Sick twist, man. So he could be, that's, that's, that's mad, man. <laughs> he could be like, he could be, <laughs> he could be like 100 years old, yeah. Man's 100 years old. He looks like he's he's uh, 25, but what, he's but dying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's that's, mad. that's deep, man. <laughs> That's so that's mad, but yeah. Anyway, moving on to Alita again. Alita is um yeah. So she's she's, she's an android. Yeah, yeah. And the guy android. falls in love with her. So android, what yeah. I was thinking, I was like, so wait, if if he falls in love with her, and like they kind of get married, can they have babies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that is that's an interesting one. That's a really interesting one. Can they have babies? An android and a human being. Cause you know what, like they 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 sh like I remember in the, in the video they showed like the the what's it called, the making of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I was sitting, I was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe he doesn't love her back. The trailer didn't give too much of that away. It seems as though she's really in love with him, but mm -hmm. we don't know too much about his character. He might have uh, another agenda. Mm. He might actually be evil. He mm. might. Be one of those characters that you you start to get emotionally invested in, and you're like, yeah, they're gonna get together, I and then at the so end, much. he's like, oh, I'm gonna I kill hate, this I hate, girl. I hate, I hate that so much, man. I hate films like that. So but much. how many films does it happen? It happens in so many, so many films. films so yeah. we'll see. It's gonna be interesting to see. But before we end this content jug me, uh, junk jumpy. Jumpy? jumpy content jumpy session content jumpy uh <laughs> junkie section i want to point out some of the things i have on my table which is far better than just naeem's table by the way but anyway so you, 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 you just hate on my table because i got batman in it anyway no because i love batman i just 
think you know it's like a bit strange that you play got, with I Batman got, figures. I got, I got Batman all. comic too. And who gave you that? No one. I gave you that. <laughs> anyway, we have Tommy Aman Evans' newest poetry book, which is called Medusa War a Weave People. If you have the chance to pick this up, I truly do recommend it. Some incredible metaphors, uh, incredible poetry. And to be quite frankly honest, this guy is one of the best poets on the scene. Let's just face it. Mm. I've also got The Mutes Rebellion, which I felt... It went kind of good with the outspoken po- uh, podcast concept. You know what I mean? The Mutes Rebellion. Okay. The Mutes Rebellion. I the love Mutes that title. Rebellion. This is by a poet called Lionheart. Also um, ah, an amazing see, see. poet. Someone I definitely recommend checking out. We need to get one on the podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah. We, we need both of these guys on the Tommy podcast. Tommy Evans. I think, I think they would both... Uh, well, maybe we had Mark and Mugs on the podcast, bro. That would be so sick. I know, man. That would be amazing. Oh, amazing, God. amazing! Can you imagine that? Some someone like that with that sort of character and ability to speak, man. But as as you can see, of course, there's Malcolm X autobiography, which is quite frankly one of the greatest books I've ever read. Yeah. Um, I'm currently I'm currently ooh, Mutes Rebellion. Don't want any more of the art spoken podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I I think you don't want him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to knock him out, man. Sorry about that, Lionheart. If you're watching this, oh, sorry, Lionheart, man. The book's not standing up anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we've got uh, Friday Black here by Adeji Brenya. Um, I'm currently navigating through this book right now, and I can honestly say these are some of the sh- best short stories I've ever read, man. Like, some of the stuff in this book is incredible. I want us to have an e- episode where we actually review this. I want to get Naeem to read it and have a bigger discussion about it because it's absolutely amazing. And of course, we got to top it off with something Batman. Everybody knows Batman's the greatest hero in marvel and dc history i don't care what anybody says <laughs> you can go away with your hulks and your fours and your captain americas and your wonder womans and your supermans nobody hold a candle to batman but you know if Bat- what about batman had no money then everybody would beat batman <laughs> 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 so it's just a poor individual bro if batman, that would be an amazing twist if they did an actual graphic novel one day where yeah, they address yeah. batman going broke yeah, yeah. and see how no, he, not would, even broke. he would like imagine he started off broke that'd be sick yeah now that's him be and sick. him a sick him, twist. him his mum and his dad they're all broke yeah and they live in like an average household yeah and they got out one day in the streets they die yeah, they, they go they go to the cinema, saying they go to the cinema. Did they go to the cinema last? It was theater, isn't it? It was a theater, yeah. They go, the they go to the cinema this time, yeah. Come on, the cinema. It's like a modern take. Yeah, modern but take on in it. a pov, uh, an impoverished, exactly. impoverished exactly. country. Exactly, that'd be that'd yeah, be sick. But even a proper country, bro. They can do it back in America, bro. In like Detroit or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know true, what I mean? true, true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They can do it. They can do it in somewhere like it's a bit rough. I yeah. mean, Gotham's pretty much a rough. City yeah, anyway, anyway, for exactly. the most part. Exactly. I mean, Bruce Lane, Wayne is like one of the individuals that stands out exactly. in the whole so of I would, that I would, city. I would, I would want to see how that turns out. Whether he gets the whole Batman suit or he's just running around like in like pajamas or something like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Can you imagine he's running around. He's got this. He's got this bat ma- bat onesie on, <laughs> and, and this proper makeshift mask. But then obviously, but then obviously, then, then then it becomes like this. It's like, would he be Batman then? I don't know because you know how he became Batman was through the cave when he went through, through the, the cave yeah, exactly. and his experiences. Yeah, his experience, I think it'd be yeah. an amazing story to tell. Yeah. It'd be interesting to if, see how if, they approach that. Like, and again, who would train him? But then it remind it, it kind of goes. Uh, I don't want to say it reminds me again because I feel like I've said that too much on this podcast. You so, justice again. <laughs> so what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> Instead of it reminds me, I'm just gonna say. There's a show I watched called Daredevil. I think it's a Young Justice. Again. No, not Why Young Justice. Like not <laughs> Young Justice. <laughs> There's a show called Young Justice. <laughs> no, in Daredevil, um, he's trained. He's a he's a 
in the show, I don't know how much of this relates to the origin of the comics, but um, he's actually trained by another blind man. And this blind man comes in, and how does he train him? Because he finds him in the uh, care of some sis- uh, some nuns yeah. and uh, pastors from the church. Mm. And that's how he starts to train him, basically. Um, so they could always do a story like that, where Batman's poor, um, that's true. He's living on the street. Somebody wants to help him. A bit like some similar to the stories of like Jason Todd yeah. and Tim and and uh, not Tim Drake. Who's the other one? Who's the other one? Who's the other Robin? The first Robin. There's t- there's Dick Tim Grayson. Drake, Dick Grayson, and Dick Grayson. The stories with them. Yeah. Because those individuals had hardships as well. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um. So it would be interesting. One hundred percent. Yeah. But then that's the bad. But then the thing is with them, Batman picked them up, innit? Batman's the one that picked them up. True. Yeah, but because they shared that similar story. Naeem. Yeah. It's that time. Is it right? It's that time for you to tell us what's happening. What is happening today, guys? So, what is currently going around is that this video, if you guys haven't seen it already, isn't on the news yet. Yeah, but it's been it's gone viral. People have been spreading it around on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook. A person in Warden Park, Cuckfield, um, I don't know exactly where that location is, unfortunately, but somewhere somewhere around that specific area, a person um, attacked a, uh, a a sister with a hijab, with hijab and attacked her and tried to pull her uh, scarf off. This is what happened. Yeah. So what ended up happening is that the guy who did this, he tried after he did this, he tried to run. Yeah, and I don't know if he, I don't know if they said it was snowing or something like that. But what ended up happening is that he slipped. <laughs> 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 so he was running. Deservedly so. He was running, and the guy said he slipped, and he fell, and two guys grabbed him and held him down. Yeah, and I remember in the video clearly the, the guy was like, "This is the guy. He tried to he tried to pull the scarf off of his sister. He tried to attack the sister. I don't know what why he did it. He tried to pull a runner. He tried to pull a runner and tried to run away from uh, run away from us. Yeah, and then what ended up happening is the guy's recording him. The guy's trying to cover his face like, no, don't don't film me. Don't film me. Don't film me and stuff. So this, this is what happened, yeah? And this is the reality is that whenever a situation like this happens, Whenever a situation like this happens, it doesn't get reported. Yeah, the last report, the last report that we saw, yeah, when we looked online to see if it was actually on the news, the last time we there. saw it was November twenty eighteen. No, well, I mean, I mean, this particular incident, I couldn't find it well, online. I'm just saying, I'm I couldn't just saying, find I'm any headlines. Saying, but I'm about saying, it. I'm saying, last time it was uh, an event like this was reported. It was not even like the person got attacked. Like the last time a person, this stuff, something like this, was reported was last year. Nothing else was reported so far. This video has actually gone viral, and nothing's been reported on it. Instead, we have to rely on uh, social media social individuals media, to actually inform us, actually inform us, us of these situations. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, we don't know much about this incident. That's exactly. the problem. It's it's a shame we don't know much about this incident. We don't know much about the individual that was attacked, and yeah. we don't know much about the individual who did the attacking. Mm. We don't know whether he's been arrested or w- he's facing charges. Whatever the situation is, we just know that a couple of uh, brothers caught him um, and uh, possibly whacked him up a little bit, deservedly so. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's what we're left with. We don't know much else, and uh, it's just—it's just a shame that these things aren't, aren't as you mentioned, uh, on propagated, news, propagated on in the news, news uh, yeah. and shown to us, and exactly. r- so that we can actually be aware of these situations. But this is the reality, man. This is—it's double standards. Do you know, it what is I mean? double standards, one hundred percent. When someone, when someone who 
isn't like is, 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 when someone who um, I'm just gonna say that isn't Muslim or anything like that does like something happens to them. Yeah, yeah, something happens to that specific people, group of people. They don't put it on the news. Uh, it, it, it's it's true. It, it, it often don't. it often isn't on the news uh, when it's it happens shame. to a Muslim. But um, of course, when a Muslim does it yeah. or does something negative, then uh, it's the first thing you see. And it's uh, disgusting double standards. It's something I mentioned actually in my newest poem called Kira. For those of you that have you ever watched, you want to drop it for us, yeah? No way. That's <laughs> a s- what seven minute poem. Seven I ain't minute doing poem. that right now. But um. <laughs> For those of you that watch Death Note, you'll realize yes. why I've named it Kira. So you just got you just got to hear this piece. I'm not gonna say it now because I want you guys to come out and oh, catch me a at a poetry event near you. Near Reels. You. If you guys want to know when he's at the next poetry event, just hit him up on Instagram. Annotate. Hit me up on Instagram. And maybe I'll share it on underscore. my Instagram as well, so you guys can know. And hit him up on his Instagram, it's, which uh, is just Naeem. J U S T. If you guys know how to spell that, N A Y E E M. About to say that. N A Y E E M. Just Naim. Just Naim. Just Naim. Okay, guys, we're almost at the end of the podcast now, but we would like to end this with something beneficial. So, Naim, give us a little advice, man. Guys, we talked about today is um, not giving up. Yeah, striving for what you guys want to do especially if you're in the youth and going out for your creative art. So just have patience, put in the work, put in the effort and don't give up. Because once you give up, that's when you really lost. Yeah, Once you quit, that's it. That's your end game. 100. That's your end game. A person that wants to achieve success in this life he would continuously, even if he flops once, he would he would do it until he succeeds. It succeeds. Succeeds. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I want to echo that sentiment as well. Don't give up. Um, I truly believe this is something we should stick by, stand by, um, and constantly push as a um, as a concept yeah. or whatever you want to call it. But we should definitely adhere to it. Don't give up. You know. You know what's funny. Do you want to know what's funny? The one of the first individuals that really sparked that that mindset for me was John Cena. This guy, uh, if you guys don't know him, he's a again he's another wrestler, um, and uh, one of his mottos is never give up, yeah. and he always rocks T-shirts with that that idea on it. And um, for young people, he he's an inspiration. Why? Because he's constantly talking about these sort of things um, and sticking to your dreams mm-hmm. and fighting for your dreams and trying to just go out there and prove people wrong if people doubt you then you still despite that strive hard so don't give up people don't thank up. you very much for joining us on the first ever episode of the outspoken, outspoken. podcast i have been your host annotate your co-host just naeem and I hope you guys enjoyed it We'll catch you soon, my people. See you in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. Love you.